0: 25 minutes past 11, Smithy, and I think this is a bit of Rihanna as the first at Pukekohe's underway, Carter Russell leading around the bend. Now, have you noticed with the music choices today, Smithy, there has been a theme or something in common?
1: No, I haven't really. To be honest, it's been mixed and there was a bit of bogeying there, a bit of dance floor music there at one point. Some of this sort of stuff goes um, a bit past me. I'm a bit more Vera Lynn, but apart from that, you can tell me the theme if you like.
0: Well, every song you've heard today has one thing in common and that is there is the word music either in the title or as the premise of the song uh, going Right. right the way back and that is because today, June 21st, is World Music Day. In 1982, the Ministry of Culture in France delivered a clever idea to celebrate the wonders of music. They wanted free live music to be available to everybody, so on this day, June 21st, it was, and now it's been celebrated all around the world. So there you go.
1: Okay, it's interesting. You brought up uh, famous birthdays today. Um, how about we um, go to the pub tonight and have a pint for Prince William?
0: Well, hopefully he's at Ascot, having a couple of Scoonies and, a, and a maybe a, well, a
1: couple of red ales and maybe a bed. Yeah. There you go, so um, it is the birthday today of our future king, uh, of course his name is William Arthur Philip Louis, uh, he is the Prince of Wales, so he was born this day, 1982, but I digress away from the sports desk, sorry.
0: Well you don't really, Smithy, because what's race for tonight, over 2,000 metres?
1: Well of course, dead right, he'll be there the for Prince that, the Prince of Wales Absolutely.
0: Stakes, Group one, it is the best race of the week, if you ask me, because it's those middle distance Coxplate type horses, except if these two horses turn up at the Coxplate, they would. Ooh, it would be scary. Luxembourg, Aidan O'Brien, Ryan Moore. Anyway, uh, look, earlier on in the morning, we had a famous Australian victory. Uh, I, th- I have enjoyed watching all the Australian cricket fans say, oh my Lord, that was the best test match I've ever seen. It's almost like they haven't been watching what England's been producing over the last year because remember we had a pretty, a couple of pretty, pretty decent finishes here uh, earlier in the year. They've been doing this for a wee while now, England, and... Pat Cummins, he did it, a lot of it, by himself, but he had his right-hand man who is, seems to be getting better with age. That's Nathan Lyon, and he hit, wow, just a scintillating boundary that really put them in touching distance, and this is what Pat Cummins had to say about that.
1: Uh, and Nathan Lyon, that, when he popped that one over mid-on for four, what did you say to him then? Oh, I said nothing. I looked at him, and then he walked past, and he just looked down and said, nice shot, Gary. So <laughs> I think he was pretty happy with it. <laughs>
0: He's not short of self-belief, Gary. Blind, is he?
1: No, he's a confident guy, and his confidence has uh, grown through uh, his uh, ability to turn the ball. And uh, he's worked, uh, incidentally, with his brother very, very hard on his batting. At one point, he was in the rabbit cl- uh, class, the bunny, um, and and you know, batted at 11. And he's worked very hard on the basis that, at times, he can play a supporting role. He's never going to be... Um, a traditional match winner with the bat he'll more often do that with the ball. but what he has done is he's developed a, a game within his own way that he can survive for periods of time and he can score on a, he's got a couple of decent scoring options and um, we saw it or we heard it uh, this morning and uh, he'll get a lot of pride out of that. He has worked on a harder a, a part of the game we had very little ability initially.
0: Yeah, he's really handy, and and they do bet deep enough. Scott Boland, those runs that he scored uh, late on day four can't be underestimated as well. Seeing it as a night watchman and managed to pick up a couple of neat boundaries as well. I mentioned him earlier, Sam Whitelock. We're kind of on Sam Whitelock alert down here in this part of the world. Smithy, if we go to the if we go to Waikato Stadium and we have Sam Whitelock uh, dominating the liner and in the heart of the engine room, even if his his Achilles is say seventy, eighty percent, we will take so much confidence Uh, Not that Quinton Strange and Scott Barrett and uh, the guys in the middle haven't been doing a a good enough job in the engine room to date, but Sam Whitelock's finals now. So we remember how he mentally disintegrated the Blues last year at Eden Park. It would be uh, quite cool to see him back there again. And I'm just a little bit weary because Ian Foster, during the selection scenarios earlier on the week, um, said that, he was pretty convinced that he wouldn't be playing. Uh, I found a quote that Robert Van Royen had found. Well, we This is from Ian Foster. We will wait and see on Sam White. Like We certainly wouldn't expect him to play based on the medical data we have got with his Achilles. And then Dan Perrin, the Crusaders Ford coach, was asked about that and said, no, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that at all. Not at all. Leave us alone. And I just hope that there's no external pressure from the All Blacks or New Zealand rugby or Ian Foster here around Sam Whitelock's longevity because I think after 15 years for the red and black, it's up to Sam Whitelock whether he wants to play. i put a poll up. Will he play? Will he choose to sit out? Will NZR stop him playing? 62% of people who voted in this poll thought he would play. What about you?
1: Look, I look at it from this point of view. if If he wants to play, they'll let him play. If he says he's fit, Uh, I mean, you you don't tell a guy who's a veteran of of this amount of rugby um, You know, what to do You you leave him up to his better judgment Um, And the other thing which is uh, staggering for me Is that Ian Foster Ian Foster, the incumbent coach uh, Sorry, the the incumbent coach uh, Putting pressure on the future All Black coach? Nah, surely not, Louie Surely not putting Razor under the gun here on this particular issue. I wouldn't think that at all would ever happen. Um, so, OK. Noted. Let's, um, noted. Right, noted. Uh, 0800, 0800 150 811. 0800 150 811. It's time to stump Smithy. we got a $50 bonus bet from the TAB up for grabs. You might be able to put it on something at Ascot later tonight. Uh, make uh, the calls now. Brian's waiting. Uh, Louis will be the quiz master and we'll rock and roll it after the news here with Aroha.